Good evening, and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 118th. I am Jamie, as always, and this Sunday I am joined by MPV Graham. Hello. Hello, MPV Graham. How are you this week? I am great. How are you? I'm very I'm, I am, as always, spiffing. It's been very quiet. I haven't really spoke to you this week very much. We no. should uh, we should catch up throughout the next hour and a half-ish of, uh, of Xbox Tavern goodness. Um, but we've also got Scottish Graf Ross to join in the conversations about video games, all shapes and sizes Scott Scrub Ross how are you I'm not too bad yourselves all good wonderful wonderful it's wonderful good. spiffing uh, spiffing yeah. spiffing uh, just through this week MV, uh, sorry Millie Man Ian is away on one of his 15 holidays this month and yeah. um, special guest pieces otherwise engaged so yes just the three of us we're going to get into some news about staff four fields whichever one it might graft <laughs> Uh, we're going to get into some some games we've been playing and some other bits and pieces. So let's start with what we've been playing, gentlemen, shall we? And I'm going to get to Graham first, because looking down the list here, as we discussed just before we started, he's probably the only one who's actually touched his Xbox this week, uh, despite the, me and Ross actually playing a hell of a lot of other games. So Graham, yes. why don't you tell us all about the game you've been playing? Uh, the game I've been playing and reviewing is a game called Demon Skin. Uh, I picked it Demon up Skin. because... Um, yeah, of the review ones, there was a lot of puzzlers ones out there, and I didn't fancy doing some sort of puzzling element or any kind of bloody simulation thing that keeps cropping up. So I thought I'd give this one a try, and it seemed quite interesting. The artistical layout of the, the sort of a two D platformer was quite cool, um, especially where um, like the I can't the Iron thing game that sort of Dan was playing, and he had so much fun with it. I thought I'll give this one a try. It looks like in a similar kind of vein, and. The only sort of short summary I could kind of describe it is a 2D Dark Souls. <laughs> and that's the, the best way I can kind of describe it. You're like a, a really powerful kind of warrior who's been kind of stripped of all his power and he's kind of like this weak creature and he kind of has to build up his strength by sort of picking up weapons that he finds or like they're hidden around. And... There's some cool combos in there, some cool sort of finishing moves, but a lot of it is still as not that it shows in that trailer. You have to do a lot of dodging, rolling, backpedaling because you have a stamina meter as well. So you can't just. Oops. I mean, then the game would be complete without a stamina meter, right? Yeah. I was going to say, in the first 30 seconds, I've seen like three Sparta kicks. I'm, I'm tempted. <laughs> but you may also know it says die trying. And this game proper emphasizes <laughs> on the fact of you dying. First thing to notice is the fact that every time you die, you have a kill counter at the bottom corner just to let you know how many times you've been killed so far, which uh, mine's already in like the nice. 50s, I think it is, if not higher. Because there's lots of one-hit kill areas. There's one-hit kill spikes. Yeah. There's one-hit kill things that swing around your head and things falling down. If they touch you, just into the death, into death. And there's even achievements for certain instant deaths. Falling to a lava, achievement, instant death. Get squashed by a one of those columns, achievement, instant death. They're well aware that you're going to get. A, you're going to need some sort of incentive to keep playing if you're going to keep getting killed all the time. And they did like probably the most annoying kind of things so rather than putting like a, a checkpoint right before these kind of annoying platforming elements that require almost immense timing they like put a little fight with in, in between that bit so you have to win the fight and then go do the platforming which is really tricky as bulls and you die then you go back to the checkpoint and you have to fight the guy again and then go into it so yeah 
the rage on goes right to the bing, 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 hits the top bits. Why does it feel like the developers just want to piss you off in this game? You don't get any achievement, you don't get any satisfaction out of it. It's just how many ways can we make a nice game that's going to piss you off? Yeah, just when you sort of want to get into that, they're sort of really sort of welly in someone. Nope, the stamina meter, if you've got about three or four swings in you, and then you're just sort of takes about half a minute. It's like you're playing like um, the old Raw game on the original Xbox. It's sort of slow mo punch. Slow yeah. punch, yeah. That kind of thing. So you can't just go gung ho heavy on it, and you just have to keep sort of tactical rolling to try and gain an edge. Does the rolling and that take the stamina as well? Yep. Did you say it takes a little bit? So you can't just whack and roll. You have to save a little bit of stamina left to roll away. Otherwise, yeah, yeah you just leave yourself wide open to be chomped. And it's almost like they had a pretend blocking system. So you use your right analog stick to sort of block. You've got like high, medium, and low kind of attacks from the enemies you kind of get like a, a half a second timing window where they tell you where they're going to hit so you have to have the right stick aiming at the right bullet to sort of block it tried it on some of the enemies and they were still hurting me anyway <laughs> so it's almost like well fuck blocking <laughs> blocking ain't going to get any favors and like, health is quite scarce you get a rare health pickup from a chest or occasionally it's like a scorpion or something on the ground that you can munch on that gives you some health back but so you really have to be quite precious around your health. So obviously, once you get to a checkpoint, you're fine to sort of go a little bit gung ho, but until you get bored of just constantly dying, and then it'll be super okay. Right, I have to sort of be very switched on on how to sort of do this. And it's not just speed run it either, because you need to hit them to sort of level up, to sort of upgrade your health, stamina, and strength to sort of be able to compete with them. So it's no good just trying to evade everyone because you need that kind of XP to be able to get more stamina to sort of last longer in fights. And yeah, they do the annoying thing as well, just as you're platforming, flying enemies just come around just to try and annoy you and sort of put you off your game as you're trying to do some of the platforming. Yeah. And you're flying off the, off the platforms and to your death and stuff like that. But yeah, not not it's enjoyable but frustrating, like deliberately frustrating. Like You know they kind of put these in there to kind of make the game take that bit longer it's just the instant death bits you kind of need to save point right before the instant death bits just because yeah the fight and the little bit of bits in between is annoying when you know you're going to walk into something that could be an instant death piece yeah. there's a bit where you have to dodge multiple spinning blades and that's a pain in the ass and you I've died like 12 times in a row just trying to be of <laughs> just trying to blunt force my way through and it, yeah there's no blunting force your way through in some of these you just need sort of when you immense timing because when you when you die when you're killed by whatever it is that killed you do you lose like in dark souls if you lose your soul oh no 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 you, you don't you lose sp or go back and collect it you, you, you just get chucked back as i'm the... saying the bit in between so if the bit in between was a little bit of platforming you jump this way to grab a chest to grab the items out of it to then go onto the platforming bit. You have to do that every time you die. So oh, that's okay. the pain in the ass. Bit. So, oh, you have to jump up here, 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 go this way to grab a chest, get some potions and a new weapon, and then go on this bit to the, the like extremely hard platforming area. And if you die, you have to do that every time until you get past that platforming area. I mean, you're not selling it, but I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So to get flashback to some of the game, I can't think of the names of him, but yeah, it's something like you said, like doing the same bit over and over again. Right, I got all the items. Oh, I'm dead. Okay, get all the items. Oh, I'm dead again. Yeah. Oh. So I mean, I, oh, that's, and that's it's cool. kind of like 
once you get past that bit, it's the feeling of the reward and progression for like perseverance. But it's that in between bit. They needed to put the checkpoints before the really hard platforming bits because <laughs> that's the annoying part, not the challenge. The challenge bit is annoying a lot for some people, but putting that bit in between the challenge is like that doesn't need to be there. It doesn't need to be like that. That's just sloppy design. Surely, if they did that, yeah, either that or like we said, the intentional. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're not going to give those what bits up because you need those potions, so you have to do that every time. So. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, other than fun. That, so, so when it enjoyable. when it comes to sexual combat, how is the combat fun? Um, it's good because there's so many sort of variety of different weapons. You have got your blunt weapons, your your bladed weapons. Some are a bit longer, some are a bit shorter, and they affect the, your speed. Each different weapon type has its own combo. Some mm. uh, certain weapons have a special move that you can do. So. The combat in there is quite good if you can sort of work it out. There is a little bit of like memory recognition of certain enemies that you know, like, oh, this sort of giant scorpion thing is always going to gob some acid at you. So you know to roll at that point. Or if you're facing a dwarf, you know he's going to come at you with a free hit combo. So just duck back, mm -hmm. wait for him to finish his combo, mm -hmm. go in for a bit, roll out the way. That kind of sort of pattern recognition. So it's a little bit of that. That's why I said it's kind of soulsy, sort of. You have to learn their enemy patterns and then. If you're really kind of good time, you can use the blocking against certain enemies and then sort of get your turn to mm. sort of have a go back. But I haven't mastered that quite. <laughs> I've tried, but then you, you, you're you so precious over your health. It's like, it's not even worth the gamble. I'd rather sort of duck back and roll so I don't get hit and then try and hope that I can block their attack. So tough, but slightly fun then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Correctly. It's kind of fun. Uh, I do find it fun. It's just some bits are frustrating and it's like deliberately frustrating. Mm. But yeah, for a two D kind of sort of platformer like that, it is kind of it is good fun. A bit of old school uh, difficulty as well as oh yes, adding in the Dark Souls that every game has to include these days. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. So any any more thoughts on the game, Ross? Has it tempted you at all? <laughs> The, 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 what it was referencing in regards to the, the game that uh, Dan reviewed, like the one that had everything happening, sort of like in the background where you could see it happening, but your wee character was just run along in front of it. Mm. That type of idea, I quite like the, the idea. It's almost like, is it like is it 2.5D or something? I've got 2.5D yeah, that yeah. it's like that sort of style. Um, and like the trailer, I know Gray was saying a lot of it's like missed out in regards to like the Dark Souls feeling of it where there is like a lot of the dodge in, duck dip, dive, dodge stuff. But the actual action that they showed you, it looked quite cool. But if it's got that sort of high difficulty level, I've not got that skill to <laughs> get to those checkpoints. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got the skill or the patience. <laughs> not, <laughs> not one for me. But any, any more thoughts, Gray? Should we should we uh, move away from Xbox games and into the world of multi-platform? No, unleash yourselves! I know you're bursting at the seams <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> uh, well, I'll let Ross go first because is is slightly. Um, oh, you're too generous. More, I was going to say more relevant, but it's not really, is it? Because we can't play on Xbox. Ross, tell me all about what you've been playing on the other side. <laughs> so I have been playing um, some. Ghost of Tsushima, um, possibly one of the best looking games I've ever played. Um, I always thought that nothing could top The Witcher, 
just in regards to like landscapes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This is just mind blown. Uh, as I was saying, it started to show there was like a section. It was it was nothing spectacular. It wasn't like it was a, a, a story strong section of the game, but just riding through a forest, very similar like the one that's in the trailer, but it was like cherry blossom. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, like the wind effect, with like the the blossom kicking up, and the way that like the sun comes through the trees, and it would catch like the hilt or the edge of the samurai sword, and you get like the the effects on it. Just absolutely stunning game um, storyline. Basically, you're the sort of last member of a great house in Japan, uh, sort of uh, the Sakai family. Um, you were trained by the the sort of lord of the island is Shima. Um, he gets kidnapped by the Mongols. It's during like the first Mongol invasion of Japan. Uh, raid raid your village, kill everybody that you know. Uh, have got like this guy who's basically your mentor captive, and it's basically building up to try and sort of fight him back. You get the the inevitable boss fight right at the start where you try and regain your honor. And you get your fucking arse kicked right off the side of a bridge. <laughs> um, basically, as you see him cutting around, he's got arrows in his back. He's like nursing his sword to go and try and kill this massive, big Genghis Kang like Mongol, um, and get absolutely fucking ruined. Um, so there's quite a bit. Of st- I don't want to say there's stealth in it. You don't need to play it stealthy. Just before Gray checks his cell completely. Um, it's actually it's a part of the storyline in it that it's like stealth is against your code because mm. um, you're always taught with honor you should face your full face on you should never like yeah. attack from behind and stuff that's what you're sat- <laughs> don't, you're don't sat- give him more ammunition Ross <laughs> your, sam- your samurai way is like you confront your enemies you let your enemies see you and that's how you fight but because you're like one man via the Mongol army you've basically got to like get in the camps and be subtle and try and not raise the alarm and stuff like that. But if you get caught, it doesn't automatically end the mission. You just have a shit ton of fucking Mongols to deal with. Mm. Um, it's not, it's not an easy game, but it's not Souls level. So you can't just run up to enemies and just like spam the attack button and think you're going to like come out without any scratches. Like if you try and do that, they're just going to block you, which stumbles you. And then when you're stumbled, you're completely exposed to any sort of attack. So you need to learn to block, you need to learn to evade, um, you need to learn to sort of read their attacks. But between how beautiful the game looks, how solid the storyline is, and just the sheer amount of customization that's in it, like the amount of outfits you've got, the different types of um, swords you can have, um, your masks, there's loads of different mags you can get, um, there's different horses, just tons that you can actually do to... Jin, who's the character. Um, quite possibly one of the best games I've played in the last five years. Um, like, My praise uh, indeed. I, like Visually, Witcher's the only game that comes close in my eyes. Um, mm. Feeling that, nothing. I mean, you'll see like by screenshots, that's as much as it is as a mixture of in-game and footage, that's how the game looks. Like mm. That's the high praise I can give it. Um, I've I'm as I was saying at the start of the show, I've maybe only put two two and a half hours into the actual story, and the rest of the time has been exploring and sitting in photo mode, just <laughs> like taking five hundred different photos with all the different filters because you can play it like old school 
Japanese films where you've got like the grey, black and grey, where like the crackle yeah. features through the screen. You can play the whole game like that if you want. Um, it's just I, I, I'm shocked it's taken me three years to play it, but if it keeps on building the way it's building, it'll move into my top five games of all time. Wow, it's that's I think it's incredible. Brains. Wow. So this was this is on obviously on PlayStation. You got it as part of the PlayStation Plus. Yeah, they're basically like the Game Pass for PlayStation type idea. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, like I said before we started, I might be tempted to uh to subscribe at some point in the near future when I've got time. Not that I'll have any time anytime soon, but because I would like to try it uh, at the very least. But yeah, it was it's basically it was between like games like that and um, Sekiro. Fakir um, mm. is a full blown sort of Souls game, which is what always sort yeah. of put me off. Um, but this is this to me, it's like the perfect difficulty. Mm. Like you, you can't be hashy bashy. You can't just expect to mow everything down. But at the yeah. same time, it's not like oh, I'm dead again. Oh, I'm dead again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so, so would you rather play uh, this or Trek to Yomi? <laughs> Trek to Yomi was good. I like Trek to Yomi. It just mm. got a bit repetitive. But yeah. this. Yeah, it got, yeah, it got very, a... uh, very old very quickly. And it's just uh, like even wee bits. Like there's, there's a, a feature in it called the show, uh, Showdown. And basically it's like 1v1. So like they've got like a group of folk behind them. And you can basically call somebody out. Mm. And it's like he's a base standing there in pose ready to strike. And then like they'll faint. And if you react, then you get killed. But you don't know how many faints there's going to be. You don't know if they are going to faint, so you need to be ready to like react. Yeah. And just some of the the animations, like once they strike and you sort of cut them down, it goes like slow motion, and then you like you see the angle that the blade has cut through them, and then like the blood spurts follows the blade uh, motion. It's just such an amazing game. Oh, very nice, very nice. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's kind of. One of those titles everybody goes, oh, PlayStation does tremendous first, uh, third person, yeah. first party games like Last of Us, Uncharted, and Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So, yeah, perhaps we'll get some examples of that on our ch- console of choice in the near future. Yeah. I mean, um, out of the like, out of the ones that I've played, I've played The Last of Us, the first one. I've played this. I've played Horizon. I've played Uncharted. I've played what's the other one that I can't think of off top? God of War, isn't it? God of War. Out of all of them. This is probably the best that I've played. Yeah, to be fair, it's it was a pretty one high praise considering you name some of them titles you named. I, and I, I mean, I've platinum God of War, mm. um, the Ragnarok. I've platinumed them the first one as well. I've hundred percent both of those games. This is to me better, and I think it could. I could be swayed slightly more because it's like the samurai side of it, and I love sort yeah. of Japanese culture in regards to like the samurai and stuff. But yeah, this game is. Mind-blowingly beautiful. I I genuinely can't think of a game that comes close to how nice this game looks. Again, high praise indeed for a PlayStation exclusive um, from Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern. Cool. Thank you very much, Graham. Was that tempted to get make you want to go buy a PlayStation now? I know you're a massive PlayStation fan, obviously. Well, I'm interested to play it, but not as much go as far as buying PlayStation just for it. Well, when I lend you my PlayStation to play Last of Us, you can play that at the same time, then. No. Well, I don't mind playing Ghost of Tsushima, but you can stick your pretend zombie Tomb Raider nonsense up your ass. 
I don't really ever retort to that. So I'm going to move on to what <laughs> yeah. I've been playing this week. If that's all right. Um, and like Ross, I've been skipping to the other side. I've been, you know, when, when Xbox doesn't been looking, I've been sneaking off with someone else oh. on this occasion. I, I think I'm joining approximately 5 billion other people in playing yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. All at the same time, very excited for this. Obviously, this is the sequel to Breath of Wild on the Switch. Come out six years ago. Um, I still have, uh, in, like, just Breath of the Wild was my favorite game of all time um, after I played that that year. And this, so far, I'm only, let's see, I've got it. I started playing Friday night and I'm probably about, around about 20 hours in already which is not bad considering you know i've been doing other stuff with the kids and all that during the day although i've been playing quite a lot during the day as well when they've been busy um it's oh it's just tremendous it's utterly tremendous it's it takes everything that was great about breath of the wild like the physics system the open world the what oh, even some of the less enjoyable parts like the weapon degradation and all that sort of stuff and it just goes yeah well that was big and exciting and new and wonderful but how about more of it Bigger, wider, higher, rounder, more in- interactive. It's just every step of the way. It's it's just been an utter joy so far. Um, like you, uh, you can mark waypoints on the map. So the instead of the shrines in this one, there's I forget what exactly what they're called, but they're basically like this game's version of shrines. And you'll see them in the distance, or glowing. And you're like, oh, I'll go over to that one. And along the way, it might take you like three hours to get there, even though it's only like a five-minute walk because there's. Oh, look, a side quest here. Oh, what's, what happens if I go in this cave? What, what happened? Oh, look, there's a camp. Maybe I should clear it out. Oh, there's a chest. Oh, I've, oh, wow, look what else I found. Oh, what's this? What's that? And it's just every time you turn around, there's, there's something new to see, something interesting to play with, something more unexpected. And it's just, I, yeah, I, I have no words of high enough praise. I don't know whether I'll prefer it to Breath of the Wild or not yet, because, I've, like I said, I'm only 20 hours, and I put like 200 hours into, into that. But... Yeah, it's just absolutely excellent so far from start to finish. I'm part of a Discord chat for this uh, newsletter of subscribe called Hit Points, and they're all talking in there, and we're all discussing the different bit, you know, different aspects of where we are and what we found and what other people have done. And obviously, this part of this one's big appeal is the ability to create your own structures or vehicles or pretty much anything you can think of out of the materials that are given to you. Um, so you've seen some in the trailer where, where they like build like a carriage with a horse and cart, or you you know build a platform with some rocket boosters and you can shoot up in the air. And some of the the crazy contraptions people have built so far, like giant death robots and and the mass the guy with the massive uh, flaming cock that exploded <laughs> yeah. and sent the, the body flying everywhere. Busting his dick just nuts. even even someone with general um, lack of imagination when it comes to building stuff in games like this. I've, like the the solutions to the puzzles as long as you can get to the end of wherever you're trying to get to it doesn't matter how you do it so the way i've solved it probably isn't the way it was designed to be solved or how you would solve it or anyone else would solve it it's it just it's like will this work yes okay that'll do then you're more than happy to, to to go for it and anything you can think of to try in terms of like i said exploring or um the, the like the shines the the combat anything what happens if i stick this sword to this other sword and then throw it at that and oh look it's it killed them in one hit and then they like something rolled down the hill and it exploded the barrel that blew the people it's just it's just non-stop just genius quite frankly <laughs> there's no other word for it it's just brilliant from from start to finish obviously i'm finished yet but from what i played so far yeah I, uh, every time i've put it down to go and do something all i can think of is 
right, I can get back to Breath of the Wild in a few minutes. Uh, Tears of the King in a few minutes. I can get back to... Oh, maybe I could just squeeze a few, you know, quick game in here. And here. It, it's kind of made me want Xbox to actually go ahead and do like a proper handheld. I know you've got like that... Uh, what's it? Asus? No, ROG Ally, isn't it? Have you seen the price of it, though? It's very expensive. Um, but something like that, like where I could just pick up a game, play it for you know twenty minutes, put it on the TV, take it with me. The Switch, as underpowered as it is, it would be not much nicer. Obviously, it's a far more powerful machine, but it's just brilliant where I can just pick it up, play it in the, in my hand while the kids are doing something on TV or whatever, or I'm up away from the, the main room, and then get back in, slot in, carry on playing where I was. And when you've got a game as good as Tears of the Kingdom to do it with, it just it's one of those rare moments in gaming where you think. This is this is the fucking good shit. This is, you know, especially after Xbox's like exclusive uh, misfires recently, should we say? Dreadful. Things like Redfall and that. Um, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom shows that um, there's very few people like or very few companies that share like Nintendo that can get it just right from the from the off with no. I mean, it's been delayed a lot, but. It's I can't, I'll sit here and waffle on for hours, and I'm not going to do that because we've got other things to do to. But let, suffice to say, if it doesn't surpass Breath of the Wild, it's probably going to end up being my number two or three best of all time because it's just brilliant from from every aspect, no matter what, you, no matter how you like to play, whether you like stealth, action, whatever. No one likes stealth. Fucking excellent. But yeah, anyway, it's enough Tears of the Kingdom because we are supposedly an Xbox podcast and Xbox website. But yes, it's uh, go play go play PlayStation and Switch while Xbox has <laughs> not quite nailed it. And then come back for some fantastic games later in the year. Um, Ross, do you want to tell me about another game you've been playing? Not I can't hear there. you. I say I'll tie it in with some of uh, Gray's knowledge because as much as I've played it, I'm, I've gained, I've, I get very easily distracted in video games, especially when I'm playing it co-op. Um, I've been playing some Dead Island 2, so yeah. picked that up and uh, decided to play some co-op version of it. Um, again, like I say, easily distracted, see a big group of zombies in the opposite direction of where I'm meant to be heading for my objective and say, like, oh, <laughs> let's go kill these guys. Um, <laughs> that game's fucking metal. It's so so over the top it is it's just oh it's like absolutely fantastic um, what character did you pick i picked ah the latino can't remember her name shit no no i picked ryan the firefighter guy no i can't remember her name um it sounds because i went for the irish less so yeah well the the the, my mate that I'm playing with, he picked the Irish last as well, but I don't think he realised she was Irish at first. <laughs> um, so I'm, try, I'm desperately trying to remember what that uh, character's name is. Um, he picked her and then she started talking. Like, Shit, I didn't realise she was Irish. Um, she doesn't shut so up we, either. I don't know about the rest of the characters, but yeah, she does no, not shut the fuck they're up. They're all like it. No. I think that's like the same, like you just constantly get an ongoing sort of talking. Carla, that's who it is. Carla's the person I picked. Um, yeah. I was like, I didn't want to go the traditional. Like, I didn't want to go the main guy who you see in the trailer, no. uh, the English guy. Um, the other one sounded too much like a glass cannon. Yeah, like she really. There was one that's like really good dealing long range damage. Uh, she's a paralympian. Can't remember her name though. Um, but she, I say, she like she couldn't take a hit, but she can dish you like really good damage for a distance. Yeah. 
I was like, that's not my type of gameplay. I need to be standing in the middle, fucking guys front, left, back, and centre. Like, who's coming for me? Yeah. Um, Especially when you don't get ranged like, weapons for a while as well. Exactly. <laughs> I'm currently trying to use like poles just to like launch them before I run into battle. That's as far as I've got for ranged weapons. Um, just like some of the things in the guards, like how you can booby trap, or not so much booby trap, but like how you can lure them into like the water and then like mm. launch a battery into the ground with a puddle. So like, you've got like 30 guys standing in this puddle, Literally, all zapping yeah. the living daylights at each other. Yeah, um, or fire AJ. Fire's brilliant as well, yeah. Yeah, Jay realised he could set it off by kicking the bloody thing and start doing it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you could do it with kicking it. Like, I, th- I had a feeling like if it was on the ground and you had like a sword mm. and you struck the ground, it might like spark. So I, th- I know you could do that. I didn't realise you could literally just go kick. Or oh, nor did I until Jay showed me his <laughs> clip of him doing it. <laughs> I, kick, I kicked the barrel and it just exploded in my face. Like, oh. <laughs> right away. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's just... it's easy going there's no like you don't have to expand like expel much brain power to try and actually play it you can just turn it on yeah run through a horde of zombies play five or six like missions and then that's you you've had like some good laughs you've got a bit of gaming done and you couldn't really actually tell anything a note of what you've done but it was a good laugh when you done it so that's the main thing and and that's the key as long as you had fun along the way that's uh, the the real fun is the friends we made along the way. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, very nice. Very nice. Yes. Are you playing on Xbox or uh, are you on the Playstations? Oh, right. We'll move on from that anyway. Graham, have <laughs> you, you got anything else you want to uh, talk about? Uh, well. Oh, did you get your FIFA character? I, your whatever I it is, did. card? I did. My There was a bit of a, a mishap because um, I Uh-oh. used my alias email address. For when I sent it to them to sort of offer it to me, but because the email address I use for my EA account was something I set up years ago back when I was at school, mm. I, I have a bit more of a, uh, a sensible email address now that I use that's attached to the same account. And obviously, you have to use the mm. one that's exactly attached to the EA account. So I had to update that and get them to send it to the right one. But yes, my super Harland came through and. Harlem, Harlem. <laughs> my wife gets annoyed when I keep singing that song as well. <laughs> <laughs> Started doing it when I played the game and scored as him as well. He's already scored a bicycle. He's already done a rainbow flick over a goalie to sort of flick it in. But um, you think that's bad? You try having a drunken Dan sing it while he's fucking trying to play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but he is a super card. That's what I mean. Just almost like ninety nine acceleration pace and dribbling so he's just lightning as with like 99 strength as well he's just like a, a running juggernaut um but yeah weirdly he still doesn't score as often as my cane does but he definitely gets in and around and out muscles players so it's fun to play with him anyway but it's suddenly becoming dwarfed with the other um, league team of the season things coming through which yeah, it's another game I played. So the I did the I entered in the the champions uh, tournament thing that happens at the weekends, and oh, mate, that was fun. It well, it was a bit mixed, um, but yeah, I think I got all the way to rank four. I think it was. I think I got about fifty eight points out of eighty. So did you see they were giving away a like they were giving out loan R nine? Yeah, prime R nine. I was like, who thought that was a good idea? 
Yeah, I know. But when people see them, they annoy them. They just quit out straight away and you lose one of your loan contracts. They don't get the win uh, and they yeah. lose a loan contract and people just keep yeah, doing it to them. So. But I was just when I seen it, I was like, oh, that's, I mean, that's weekend leagues only going to have our nines playing up front now. Yeah. But if I see him or Mbappe, I'm not worried because they're not that high physical anymore and they just get barged off the ball. I mean, Believe. yeah. So not too worried about those ones anymore. Just Haaland. Uh, yeah, just him because he's a super beast. But yeah, no, my super back three middle now is, is quite tight. It's a, a Saliba, Lucio, and a, a Ruben Is that Diaz. a hero, Lucio? Yeah, not the Titans one, yeah. but the, the hero one. Yeah. The 90th rated one. And just the three just beasts. So, yeah, keep a tight ship. But yeah, those are the two main things I've been playing. This week I did. Well, you'll have plenty of new people to smack about on the 16th when it enters game bars, wouldn't you? you <laughs> loads of new players to come in, and you'd be like, "Oh, come play with me! I'll take it easy on you." Super, <laughs> whatever his name was, Highland, Highland, or whatever, smacking about. Yeah, put them in their place. Well, you can only try. But yeah, might play some tonight just to like bolster the squad a wee bit, ready for the 16th, and then just <laughs> hammer like all the new. Um, yeah, weekend league and um, champions just go for it. Just be like, <laughs> it's, it's, I find it good because you kind of get a sense of check of where you are because you play against yeah. some supreme ones and you play against some cap ones. And I, and I think I only got really turned over in one game. There was a couple of close losses, but no one really sort of handed me out my ass, which usually happens in the champions bit. They only kind of got away from me in one game i think i lost like six three in the end and that's like it's the worst it got so yeah i think i still hold my own in there anyway fair enough fair enough and so obviously it's changing to ea sports fc, FC or yeah, whatever it is yeah, this FC, year. Yeah. all of all of these cards and shit you're getting now i assume are going to be worth yeah, nothing it, when it, it comes to every playing year. that game once it gets towards sort of June, July, August, there's sort of special cards in sort of every pack and everyone's got super juice yeah. teams. So this, you've probably got the last month probably before it starts going mental. So once the season's over, that's when it generally starts going haywire and everyone's got super juiced mm-hmm. cards. But so yeah, about a month's worth of it left before it goes crazy. Fair enough. We'll make the most of it. Smack them, smack them about, get some wins and then... Uh... I assume oh, we'll get more information on CA Sports FC in, in what a month's time is yeah. it? In June eleventh. I think they said something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the Xbox One, isn't it? So yeah, but yeah, so we'll see some more. See what the next uh, round of football action is going to be. I played a football game actually. Download demo on the Switch. Fucking dreadful it was. Uh, it kind of played a bit like um. Do it. <laughs> what was that one on the Mega Drive? The World World Cup Italia ninety. World Cup Italia. Yeah, it kind of played like that, but worse blah, blah, somehow. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I, I only played like not even a half, and I was like, "Why am I doing this? <laughs> I should be playing Tears of the Kingdom." I said, "I'm playing a shitty football game." Um, and speaking of not in massively enjoyable video games, I've been playing a bit more Bendix Fox. I had hoped to get my review up before Tears of the Kingdom come out, um, but I ran into a slight issue. I, I got to a, a certain part of the story or request, I should say, and I picked up an item, and it kicked off this whole like chase sequence. And the chase sequences in Bendix Fox are, um shit quite frankly they're just needlessly difficult and there's 
it's kind of like um like the you play Rayman Origins and stuff. We have like the chase bits where you got to jump and get the sort of exact time and of of, of jumping uh, nonsense. Um, anyway, bye bye. Don't enjoy him. I was doing one. I, I failed it. I had to stop and go pick the kids up from their after school activities. So I turned my Xbox off, turned it back on, and I was back in the room with the item that I had to pick up. Except the item wasn't there, <laughs> and the quest was still saying I need to find it. So I did a bit of like reloading and bouncing around trying to quick travel, see if I could kick anything off. Uh, about two hours of attempting to find something. No idea. I still, I'm stuck. I can't get any further. I can't kick the chase sequence back off. Uh, I can't find the item. I've been speaking to the developers to try and help see if they've got any solution because they said they've had a few bugs reported similar, but not the, not, not that exact like one. Um, but yeah, so far, no dice, um, no resolution. Which is annoying because I'm, like I said last week, I'm not really enjoying it all that much. But I had hoped to finish it uh, this week because I'm where I am now. I don't think I'm too far from the end, and I certainly don't want to be playing it all again to get back to this point because it's it it's a Metroidvania. I can't remember if I spoke about that last week or not. It's like almost like you were saying, great luck with the, uh, that demon skin. Like it's just hard at the wrong points. Like the platform is not very good. And half the time we would be trying to jump one, and there'd be enemies flying around there, smack you back down, and yeah. you fall back, and you got to climb back up again. Um, and this, even though you have got the quest icons, like I said, the, the thing I was looking for, it doesn't tell you. It's fine not telling you where to go because obviously that's the whole point of a Metroidvania, you explore the map, but it doesn't even give you a, a hint as to like it might be in this sort of area somewhere. You just like it's you start at the top and it's somewhere below you in one of these three maps excellent i'll go and have a look um <laughs> and there's other just little bits and pieces like there's there's loads of diff- different sorts of puzzles you can solve um some with like again i can't remember if i spoke about this last week but some with that just require a key some that require certain items to to solve like open doors or open chests and stuff like that um but it doesn't tell you if you don't have the items you need so i was sitting there for ages trying to figure out how to open this fucking door and I ended up turning. You can turn the difficulty down for the puzzles, for the action, for the um, the different aspects of it. So I turned the difficulty for the puzzles right down, just because then it gives you the option to auto solve them. So I pressed the auto solve button. They said you don't have the required items to do this. It's like, well, why didn't you not tell me that before? I fucking because I've been sitting there for ages trying to figure the fucking thing out, and I had no idea. I didn't even have the stuff I needed. It just presented it to me. I was like, here's a puzzle. Go for it. Um, and yeah, there was loads of instances like that. There's, there's other doors where you needed a very specific item, which is fine. Again, not a problem, but it didn't, it didn't tell it. you that you needed any... Yeah, it didn't say you don't have the item for this yet. It said every time you try and do it without the item, it just sends you flying across the fucking room because they, they like, bash you back. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. The bug aside, I'm not so bothered about the bug because it, it you know it's one in a million, basically, by the sounds of it, that I hit this bug. But the general gist of the gameplay and the 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 concept of it i'm not enjoying anywhere near as much as i hoped um so yeah so review will be up this week hopefully whether or not i get past this this bugged out bit or not but um yeah it's not going to be the greatest review in the world i won't imagine because a bit of a disappointment really anyway gentlemen i think that's about all we've been playing unless you want to talk about tears of the kingdom for another two hours <laughs> um but that's that's what we're playing oh we should talk about project game pass i don't, I don't suppose anybody's played uh, our project game pass game which is redfall speaking of disappointments 
Uh, I did have a little dabble about half an hour earlier just to sort of see what it's like on my own. And it was mm. a smidgen bit difficult. So not as in mm. I didn't die, but I mean, as in like when I was playing with you, I was sort of one hit killing all the cultists all over the place. They were taking a few more yeah. bullets. It actually put up a bit more of a challenge, but not, oh. not, not too much. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't any sort of... Did you start? Did you carry on with your your I, character you've been playing? Yeah, 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 I did. So I had all my guns and everything to start off with, which kind of helped. <laughs> but um, yeah, not struggling just yet. And I was just about to clear out the firehouse, so literally just early on in there, just to sort of try it out. Yeah. But okay. yeah, yeah, no breaks. No, I, I, I haven't gone moment. back to it yet, but I um. Yeah, we definitely need to play it for Project Game Pass. If you're not familiar with Project Game Pass, where we pick a game from Game Pass every month, we play it either together or separately, depending on what game it is, we discuss it, and then we move on to the next game the next month. Ross, have you played any more yet, or have you been too busy on the I've other been, side? I've been saving myself for uh, exploring it with you, Jay. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. So this this week, I think we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Uh, I'll best Pete in, because Ian's the wave on... 5,000 holidays, and or even even Dan. I know Dan's played a little bit of it. Um, so yeah, we need to get in and, and play it together and see what it's like. Uh, I should drag you forward into the game, into my game, because I'm sure shit not started all over again. Yes, you are. And we'll uh, get you buffed up and leveled up in no time. Well, yeah. yeah. You're we'll, doing uh, that grave seat, we'll, Jay. You're we'll doing play. it again. Absolutely not. Right, we'll play some of that. Yeah, so probably game past Redfall this month, and we shall discuss what we will pick next month in a week or so's time. Anyway, gentlemen. We played some games, some good, some not so good. Um, but what is always good, and what is always my favourite part of the gaming week, is when Ross readies himself to give us a good hard plug-in for your amusement. So, patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. Um, if you want to come and support us with your hard-earned cash, it would be greatly appreciated. You can help the, the show. <laughs> you can help the show keep running. Pete, that is a terrible thing to say. Um, Special guest Pete is refusing to play Redfall with us. Special guest Pete, you're going to play whether you like it or not, damn it. <laughs> um, Apple and Spotify podcasts, um, if you jump over there, rate us five star, leave a wee comment um, underneath. Uh, written reviews can be found at xboxtavern.com. Jay will have a list of the reviews that are went up on the site. Uh, we'll have, not specifically this week, but we normally have games, um, hardware, um, different things that we put up on the, the page. Socials run all on the bottom of the screen, so you can see them there for your Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Um, post up there frequently, you'll find loads of different things up there. Discord, come jump over. Um, try and guess stupid games that isn't even a game. The fact that it's called Mod oh, to tell carries. you the fact it's not a fucking game. <laughs> I was fucking bitter the fact that I couldn't work it out, but irrelevant. <laughs> um, come over, jump in. Uh, we've got a, a Game Pass section as well, so if you want to drop any thoughts that you have on our Project Game Pass for the month, um, jump into that channel, let's hear what you think, whether it be about Redfall, whether you've got suggestions for games coming up that we know are going into the Game Pass and you think that they'd be good as a, a talking point on the show, it's always good to get some feedback from the community. And last, but by no means least, we have Insert Coin, who have got promo code Xbox Tavern twenty three that can be used for all orders over fifty pound to get five pound off. Always good days. Thank you very much, Ross, for such a wonderful plug in yet again. I very much appreciate it. An expert, right? 
an expert at giving a good old plug all right graham speaking Ross. of being plugged I was gonna get, oh, oh you beat me beat me to it how are we getting plugged on a jetpack <laughs> oh if if you're if you're here because you saw the the headline this week uh that ross has very delicately put put, put on the uh youtube video and and the podcast video uh audio version etc um starfield according to pure xbox here says sounds saucy if new esrb description is to be believed warning may contain jetpack sex i mean uh, warn you don't need to warn me just bring it on bring it on um so i'll just read what they've got here it says on over the weekend uh, they spotted that starfield's twitter page was updated with a brand new esrb rating which is the entertainment and software ratings board i believe um in the uk at least and uh sorry no that's the american one sorry uh, ahead of the game's september the 2023 20, launch it was as we expected the game is rated m for mature and the official description has revealed some uh juicy details about their rating juicy. uh so from the, the actual esr b thing it says these are some of the dialogue quotes that they've provided as a, a evidence for why they've given it a mature the first one is life is a sexually transmitted disease that's 100 percent fatal i, I mean, mean see just on that part they make it sound like this is a really strong thought-provoking game i mean you could almost have like machiavelli at the back of that like life as a sexually transmitted disease, that's a hundred percent fail. Like it's deep, Definitely. thought-provoking, and you, yeah, the point of life is you'll die, <laughs> and then. It would definitely. It sounds like a sticky you'd have on a guitar, like some punk rock band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get on to, I'm all for getting a little wild, but next time let's try it without the jetpacks. Maybe I should have auditioned for Starfield. I, I need. Uh... <laughs> yeah, look, let's... And then the final one they've, they've listed here is talk about seeing stars. Whew, that was amazing. So, I mean, there's a lot of space-based... Uh, space dick, humping. Uh, well, big jokes, space space humping there. Um, I, I suspect the old gamer poop might get quite a lot. Out <laughs> yeah, of I was about to say, he's licking alone. his lips on these. It's stealing um, all his words. He's barely going to have anything to sort of double <laughs> go on top of it double nice <laughs> but yes so it sounds like it's going to be a bit of sexy action ross you'll know more than me because you're a fallout guy i know graham i really hope you're going to see you're more well versed in jetpack sex because <laughs> i'm really you're more i was a, a bit too on the creek without a panel there a spacefaring uh, <laughs> um, into your space something i don't remember anything in skyrim or oblivion granted again i haven't played fallout so much where it went into anything along these lines is there anything like fallout 4 did they have any any wasteland related sex puns or anything i don't know Lydia no was not really oh no 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 i'm talking absolute shit yes they did so in fallout new vegas there was a sex robot called fisto oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And you could also sleep with a sex worker ghoul in Fallout as well. Yeah, that's true. So they did have things like that in it. I'm I'm desperately trying to think if there was any in Skyrim and Oblivion, but none that jump out to me as much as Fisto and the sex <laughs> yeah. worker ghoul, no. But it was all implied stuff. I imagine it's the same sort of thing. Yeah, but, well, Fisto wasn't really implied. Fisto was... Fisto was... You know the, the, the big red robot... Um, Atomic Heart. Yeah. Just yeah. Like that. The, the, that was the, the, that was the follow up to Fistel. Fistel was basically like, yeah, I'll I'll do whatever you want me to do to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Can you just imagine though if they did show it and all you get is that face? And I mean, that with... actually might be the face. <laughs> she just came off the jetpack. <laughs> it's just that close-up pan of the of the face. You don't see anything else. It's the face. Oh yes, treat me like a little. No, no. Whoa, no. I think they're just beating the that, rush, aren't you know? they? I mean, with a game that kind Pardon? of with a game beating that, the what? Yeah. Oh, rush. Sorry, rush. The rush. Sorry. Yeah. With a game that kind of vast, it's only a matter of time before someone tried to put some sort of sexual elements into a game like that. And that's what they said. They were like, this is actually brilliant by Bethesda because within a month, on PC at least, or two, you're going to have the mod community, which are going to basically put this in the game anyway. Yeah. So just yeah. give the people what they want and put it in for the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't take. What's it in Skyrim where everybody's naked, running exactly. around, taking massive tits? Oh, yeah, exactly. Some yeah. of the stuff you could do in Skyrim and Fallout. It was just like, I mean, I mean, like round of applause for creativity. But was it needed? <laughs> like, really? Was it? I mean, it depends who you ask. I suppose. Yeah. But... Exactly. Yeah. Some yeah, so needs. yeah, sounds like. I mean, I, I, I really should look this up. Uh, I don't know if was Fallout and stuff mature rated. I guess it must be with the amount of. Explosion, dismemberment, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not. Uh, um, but obviously, this is like the next gen Xbox Series X and S version where it's gonna be super high. De- uh, you know, I mean, look at it. This lady's lovely face here. She looks pretty much pretty good for, compared to you know, what was it Fallout Four and Seventy Six and that. So you know, whoa, maybe we we'll get some. Maybe we we'll get another. Was it? What did Fox News get in all angry about mass erect when they were talking about the sex scenes in that? Oh, can you have the frothing at the mouth? Oh, my God, they have sex of aliens. Ah! Just because we're on the subject of Starfield, we're not going to talk about it anymore until we have a bit more for it there. Did you see the the outrage about the fact that it's got microtransactions in it? Uh, It has what? Outrageous. Turn it off. Turn it off. Has anybody anybody played a a Bethesda game recently? (laughs) Has anybody played Starfield? Craft? Whichever (laughs) one it is. Starcraft, yes. But it's the creation club, so like it's not anything yeah. that changes the game. You buy outfits, you can buy weapons, which fair does, but they're all balanced to the game. They're not like game breaking stuff that you like level up to the max level or stuff like that. It's all stuff that's the community's made to put in the game, or it's people who Bethesda have made got from the community modders to make these things to put in the game and instead of hiding it just behind the mods they've put it in the creation club but people automatically seeing that there's in-game transactions ah fucking microsoft more money off us bastards well i mean i I suppose technically that would probably cover things like dlc so i'm sure they're going to add new planets or new of course storylines or quest lines and stuff like they always do so that would that would cover that as well i mean everybody's getting angry about stuff already and it's not even out for another six months supposedly until it it gets delayed again uh, oh, but we have got the showcase in what three weeks? Just over three weeks now, June eleventh. Three right? weeks, yeah. Um, so yes, we'll find out more information there, and hopefully they reveal all of the DLC cocks that we can buy, and uh, bra and panty outfits and whatever also, else we can ride. The did you say you have a stag do on the tenth? We when? get back on the eleventh. Stag do. Yep, yeah, the stag do the tenth. Well, it's the. Eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh year. He's currently who on holiday. A, who planned a stag on the day of the Champions League final? The person who's Again, currently on holiday. He's, currently, he he's not here to defend himself. Oh, what maniac decided <laughs> that was a good idea? 
the one that he I'm has quite no happy with that as long as we're not anywhere near the fucking bar. Yeah. <laughs> I was not anywhere near no bar. You were just we're, telling we're Jay what he's going to be doing over. that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm have to drive home that night. Now. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so we will. Uh, we we will talk about that when the time comes. And Starfield, Starcraft, Star Wars, Star Trek, whichever yeah. one it is, uh, we'll play that Star in Potter. September sometime. In what's it, the sixth of September? I wonder what else is happening that day. Something very exciting, no doubt. Anyway. My annual leave though. Oh, it's Jay's fiftieth. <laughs> Fucking fit I'll tell you what, after this weekend, I don't feel far off. Anyway, let's move on to more exciting stories, shall we? EU is expected to approve the Xbox Activision Blizzard deal next week. Expected, not guaranteed, expected the CMA were expected to, and they said, Ah, fuck you guy. Uno reverse card and all that bullshit. Um, so let me just get this thing up here again from pure Xbox. They say according to sources at Reuters, is it Reuters or Reuters? Reuters. Never, is it Reuters? Reuters. Reuters the thing that you get your internet from. The internet. What's that? The web. Um, sorry, my my common way of reading come out there. Um, <laughs> according to Reuters, uh, said so they heard the information. It's getting people familiar with the matter that. May fifteenth date that they've said in this leak in this sort of information might not be right, but apparently that's the earliest they've got. Um, but they, the, apparently the deadline is the twenty second of May, so either way it'll either be tomorrow or the week after we'll find out whether they're going to approve it. Uh, and you were saying, Ross, I, I sort of overheard you briefly something about our wonderful prime minister talking about to the CMA or something. Yeah, so obviously Microsoft are going to try to appeal it in the UK markets for the CMA and apparently Richie Sunak wants to have a conversation with the CMA to basically tell them to stand down. By the sounds of it, it could be, it'll be more convoluted than that, but I think... I don't think it will be. (laughs) I think (laughs) with everything that's getting said with things like Activision basically saying like this is going to make the UK like untenable for businesses to come and try and work with if the CMA are going to like limit these sort of deals. So from, I think, all the fear-mongering that's came from different parties like that, Sunak's going to have a word with the CMA to basically say if this comes up in as an appeal, one, either find a more valid argument, or two, fucking shut up and just let it happen. Especially, as you say, if like if, if the EU go through now, um, as much as we are sort of separate entities and stuff like that, and there's already been quite a, a lot of places in like... Um, uh, I know like South America have had a few like Brazil and that have passed it. So if they're all going it and then we sit there as no, it doesn't look particularly good for the UK like business side of things, as in people are not going to want to do business based in the UK if they've got such a difficult time trying to get started in them. So based on the EU's decision, it could swing the pendulum back in Microsoft's favour to get this Activision Blizzard deal over the line. Yeah, and if there's one thing that old Sunak and the rest of his chums would want to know, is what? We're going to miss out on money. We're going to miss no, out on money. Oh, wait a minute. You must fix this immediately. You must fix exactly. this. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we don't need to get into politics on this Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern podcast. This might be the one good thing it does for the UK. Yeah. Just, uh, just remember, hashtag be nice, you cunts, unless it's them, then just tell them they're fucking yeah. cunts. Anyway, gentlemen, we'll see whether the deal goes through in Europe. We probably will. And then, like you said, we've had it approved in. Uh, South America, Saudi Arabia, I think some other parts of Europe, uh, not Europe, sorry, Asia and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just America and the UK holding out at the minute, but maybe with a bit of pressure and a, a few greased palms, it might end up going through uh, and we can stop fucking bringing it up every week. 
And then we can get other games on Game Pass, you know, maybe some Call of Duties or something, or you know, maybe they can. Was it what did they deny on cloud gaming? Then Microsoft can unleash the cloud gaming destroy everyone else button that everyone's so worried about. And then yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we know if in Nvidia are sitting here like, hey guys, this 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 fucks us over more than it fucks anyone else over. <laughs> <laughs> Nvidia so, were getting all excited and they're like, oh fuck, so we don't get Call of Duty. Oh. That's what shit. <laughs> and then and then I'll have another reason to pick up my Switch after I've finished the Tears of the Kingdom. I can play Call of Duty on that instead. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, right, that's enough Activision Blizzard nonsense because it's still nonsense. Let's round off with oh, a, a Just before a you finish off there, Jay, Go on. How oh, easy. How much are we gonna be fucked if they do approve this deal? And we've got Starfield and Starcraft both in Game Pass. <laughs> it's a fucking work. <laughs> it would be fucked. Nobody's going to know what we're talking about. Not a fucking clue what we're talking about because they're both set in space. They're both about killing aliens. They're both about going to different planets. Yeah. I think fucked. what we'll have to do is that we'll have to get like a uh, a palette cleanser, a, a, a like voice Hades. Sl- yeah. <laughs> every time we like fucking up Hades, we'll have to get a little voice clip here, and every time we want to say it, rather than just say the word, we'll just click play and just play it for us. Yeah, uh, and then we'll know we'll know what we're doing then. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Although I've, I was listening to a podcast, I forget which one, this week, and they did exactly the same thing. Like See? proper proper professionals, I should say. Not that we're not professional, of course, but yeah, proper you know large industry podcasts. And they kept saying Starfall, uh, Starfall. What they were saying, not Starcraft. And I was like, at least makes is a game. <laughs> they did it like five or six times in a row. Or Ah, anyway, it's not just us. It is everybody. We, it's hard to get our, our thing, especially when you're as old as, as I am. Anyway, let's round off on a happy news note, shall we, gentlemen? And the latest Mortal Kombat teaser has dropped heavy hints that it could indeed be a reboot. So I don't know if you... Have you got the teaser there? You can play, Ross, while we talk about uh, it. Keep but, talking and I can get it off for you. Cool. So, pardon? <laughs> so, it was... A, I'll get the jetpacks. Um, it, was a, it was quite a nifty little teaser there. Gray, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, they tweeted out, uh, so, like combat is coming or something. I forget the exact words. You'll find it in a second for us. And they had a clock and it was sort of ticking around. It was going eight, nine, ten. It got to 11. And then the hand sort of wobbled a bit, wobbled a bit. And because everybody's expecting Mortal Kombat 12 to be next, right. skipped over the 12 and went to number one. Uh, and then it sort of carried, cut off from there. Uh, and since then, there's been some leaks regarding uh, here's the trailer. Now you can see the second hand ticking up to the, to the time. <clears throat> Excuse me, on the clock. And when it gets to 11, it sort of gives it a little bit of a... Straight over to number one. Skips over number 12. And like I was just saying, there's been some rumours come out in the last couple of days that it is indeed a reboot. They're going to call it Mortal Kombat 1. And it will be revealed very soon for release this year. But they're basically going back to the roots, as most things do after, what, nearly 30 years of being created. So, Graham, I'm going to go to you first, because obviously you didn't... I just want to want to hear your voice, really. Yeah. Thoughts and opinions on that reboot in Mortal Kombat? Um, did you enjoy the last few storylines? Have you played them? I can't remember. I didn't play the last one. I did do 10, because uh, Pete lent me 10. That was all right. Uh, hard as balls on some of the boss fights, but um, mm. what Mortal Kombat isn't? That doesn't have hard as balls boss fights. But um, yeah, I mean, I suppose they're sort of finding it harder and harder the ways to sort of ramp up the kind of the gruesomeness, the gro- the goriness, the sort of X-ray views of them having their nuts busted or the head broken and stuff, and then the fight carries on as normal anyway, and the the fatalities sort of proper sort of. I mean, 
there's always inspiration, I suppose, to find gruesome ways of killing people, but they can't keep throwing more characters into it and they can't just keep sort of overloading sort of the the thinking mill on sort of fatalities and how the ways to make it more gruesome. So yeah, revisiting going back to the the start means you could probably condense the character list down. You can sort of sort of redefine the story, I suppose, or give it a bit more detail mm. about it. Um, yeah, and maybe do put some sort of different spin on it. Uh, hopefully not like a, a super fast tag spinner. I mean, that's the way a lot of these kind of games seem to sort of uh, try and put some innovation in by having some sort of tag play, sort of mixing it up with two mm. or three. But I don't know. It, I mean, you kind of need more. Going back to the roots is fine. But with what innovation, what are you throwing into the mix that's going to make it different or, or worthwhile to sort of get people's interest? That, yeah, I think for me, before you jump in, Roscoe, I see you're itching the... You're, the Jumping yeah. at the bit. Um, I think... For, thank you. For I think my only concern with them rebooting is that they've obviously introduced, like you said, Chris, so many characters. Are they going to bring it right down to the original, was it eight or nine or whatever it was, and then maybe have one or two from the sequels in early or are we literally just going to have nine characters? Cause I'm not, I mean, that's probably a good thing really. Cause it's less to learn or less to worry about being getting decimated by, but it, compared to things like the new street fighter coming out and te- um, tech and stuff like that. If you're going back to just nine characters, I, th- I can see people being like, where's the rest of them? I want more fighters, more of them. Where's all my moves, but Ross jump in, please. Um, just to, to flip side of that there, <laughs> Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Raiden, Shao Kahn, Shang Tsung, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, boom. Leave it at that. Keep it simple. You already cut out there, Dan. It? There was no Shao Kahn in the first one. But no, I'm putting Shao Kahn in as <laughs> it. Think, think of big Mortal Kombat people, put them in. Jax, there we go. Nightwolf if you want to. Kano. Now, Kano was in the first Stryker. one. No struggles. Yeah, that, sort of, that sort of idea, like people, like if you were to, like when we do the quiz, names that uh, Street Fighter, uh, Mortal Kombat characters. There's the people that like, right off the top of the list. Same with like Tekken, Yoshimitsu, Jin Kazuma, things like that. People who are iconic in the franchise. Bring everything for the first game, up spuff it in the newest Unreal Five, however they want to do it. Put the same arenas in if they want to, but in Unreal Five, make it 3D. In regards to you're not just side to side fighting, you can turn around and things like that. Don't go, I can't remember, Deadly Alliance to introduce weapons and different stances and that. You don't have to overcomplicate it. Do it like that. Put, a, a, what was the one after? It was Annihilation or X. The one that, I can't remember how it ends, but it's the, basically the end of the, the trailer is they're standing on top of a pyramid and there's like hordes of fucking enemies trying to fight them and they're all fighting them all. The storyline in that game was outstanding. Same with Deadly Alliance. Have a great story have the characters that everybody loves and appreciates, have it in beautiful new sort of technology. And what is it? what's the analogy? Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. All you need to worry about. Yeah. It's a fighting game. It yeah. doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be overly complicated. It doesn't need to have 600 new features. It just has to be a great fighting game experience and the best fighting game true. experience. Nobody said that the latest Street Fighter is better than Street Fighter 2. Because Street Fighter 2 is ultimate. Tekken mm. 3, Tekken 4 are some of the best games ever made in regards to the fighting genre. 
none of the most recent ones are. Yeah. Same with the Mortal Kombat games. Keep it simple. Give people what they want in regards to the characters they know. Nobody cares about... <laughs> I was about to say, nobody cares about Dan. Yeah. Sorry. But the character, like, nobody cares about him. Nobody cares about having fucking Rambo rocking up for a 1599 DLC. But they do. They care yeah, about well. they, they care about Scorpion v Sub Zero. They want to see Raiden fe- uh, face uh, Shang Tsung, or fucking Liu Kang v Shao Kahn, or fucking Goro if you want to go something like that. They want to see the characters that they can automatically associate with, not just oh, this is a character they added in eight years after the original who has a very small part to play in regards to the grand storyline of Mortal Kombat, but that's it. And this is old man Shang Tsung. This wasn't the new... Sh- <laughs> Are they going to bring back an old no, man? Yeah, old, no, man no, exactly. old man yeah, yeah. floaty Shang Tsung. So, yeah, uh, Your soul is would... mine. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I very much um, would like to see, like you said, back to basics, keep the roster down. Although there's already been more leaks, which I was just trying to find where you were talking. They've already announced they might include characters from like The Boys and Homeland. Oh. No, Homeland. Uh, yeah, Homelander's meant to be in it. Peacemaker, Peacemaker from yeah, Peacemaker. DC's coming, and Homelander's meant to be in it as well. <laughs> it's not back to See, basics. Like, it's, there's it's your all characters right for me. It's already not back to basics. I, I love The Boys, as in the TV series. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. It's hilarious. I don't want to see Homelander in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I, no, forgive so, me. I just don't. It, put, them in it, put them in the justice. Put them in the new justice game. Exactly. Yeah. Keep it simple. Hi Ian. And I hope Hi you're enjoying your liter of beer. Was um, it good beer or was it shit beer? Because if you're drinking a liter of shit beer, then that's poor. Yeah, you, got, you got to give us the details. Um, yeah, we need yeah, to know what type of beer it is. In terms of more combat, keep it simple. Like you said, Greg, take it back. Keep the core cast. Maybe add a few extras in. Yeah. I, I, I want to see more. I want to see reptile, for example. I want to see. Smoke. rain perhaps smoke yeah. um but we don't need to get into like the weeds of like you said like night wolf and cyrax and sector and all yeah. that sort of stuff if they really uh, want to give, us, back a, to give us a really good yeah give us a really good storyline because like you said greg the storyline 10 was great i haven't played 11 yet but i think special guest peter was singing its praise i don't know if you yeah. played it ross have you hey, i've not played once i've not played anything since 10 no yeah so because 11 is in game pass when I, I sort of installed it a couple of times and then i've had to uh Uninstall it to play other stuff, but I would like to play through the storyline at least before it leaves Game Pass because uh, it was entertaining, if not fucking challenging, like you said, Gray. But we'll see. Like I said, there's no uh, official announcement of dates or anything yet, but um, the reveal, I think, was, was rumored to be coming in the next month or so, so around sort of when E3 would have been. Um, so, yes, yeah. we should. We should see some more information soon. Ian, if you're listening on podcasts as well, Ian said it was damn good beer, but he's refused to name it at the moment. So come exactly, on. Exactly, come on. If they weren't bring it Ian. back to one, they should bring all the cheesing that happened in one with like the sweep kicks, this constant sweep kicks. Sweep kicks, yeah, just trap somebody in the corner and look it, look it, look it. <laughs> or that Raiden screams <laughs> as he dives forward and just spams into you. Yeah. But that, like, they could even have like wee cool features like that. So you imagine it's like, um, it's in this beautiful like spectacular new unreal 5 right and then you hit a fatality and like the game then like transforms into the old fashion style so you know how like yeah. in uh, the master chief collection you could hit yeah. a button and it jumps between like, the two styles <laughs> so even if it like changed into that and then if it was to do like the the x-ray bit so it goes to the 2d type idea to the show the old school and then as it goes to do the x-ray it goes back into the 3d just like nostalgia kicks like that if you're rebooting a franchise you could have a nostalgia. 
<laughs> yeah, what was it? Bestality, fatality, bibality. What was the other one? Friendship. Um, yeah, there was friendship. one that I, uh, the one where you could just like that was it. Give me a little doll of Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. We'll get some more information soon. I'm sure we can discuss more as as and when they reveal it. Um, uh, yeah, and hopefully we get to play it at some point this year because the street new street bike is out in a couple of weeks, isn't it? So it might have some stiff comp- competition, I should say. I do like uh, the art yeah. style. You said the new. Yeah. Oh, it's not a bad beauty, to be fair. No, I'll mm. go on that one. Sagres. Mm, mm. We're not gonna uh, we're not gonna be officially endorsing Sagres on this podcast. We'll allow it. We're going to be endorsing it. It could not, be uh, worse. It could be much part. worse, to be fair. Yeah. No, it could be much, much worse. I mean, it could have turned anyway. into something like Heineken. Or Betty. <laughs> or Betty. Well, yeah. Alcohol. Anyway, right, gentlemen. I think that'll do us for the news this week. We've also got 60 frames per second mode for PS5 and Xbox Series X on uh, Playtale Requiem. So you haven't played that already. Go and play it right now because it's a fucking <laughs> tremendous game. What's that? A really good game that didn't have 60 frames per second. It was only in 30. Oh! And do you know what? When it was in 30, it played very well indeed. No. So if you if you really must have the, the, the higher frames, then go check but it out. It's a next gen game. That's not. That, that can't be right. I know, and it, look, it looked like it as well. It was tremendous. No. You're fucking blasphemy there, Jay. <laughs> The problem was, the problem was, it was actually a good game rather than Red Bull shit in the bed. Like just it could have been played at fucking a thousand frames a second. It wouldn't have made it any better of a game. Anyway, so yeah, go check that one out. Go check that one out. Right, gentlemen, I'm going to give you some some quick reviews we got up on the website right now, and then we'll get into the the rounding off of the show. So I did review a, a, a bit of hardware this week. Very exciting. I did. Indeed. This is why I dropped that a little bit in for the fog. So I reviewed the Power A Fusion Pro Three controller. Um, and I gave it a 9.7, which, as you can imagine, is rather high. Uh, the only negative like, knockoff on the points there was it's a wired controller, so whether you'd like that or not, it's up to you. Well, personally, I don't mind it, but I know a lot of people prefer to keep it wireless these days. I must admit, um, like, I was pleasantly surprised. So I've got like my Power E1 lovely displayed on my board here. I got the, obviously a Tarantino one, and I was like shocked at how good these were. Like, if I, if you're not one to buy an Elite, I can't see why you wouldn't buy one of these instead of buying mm. an Xbox controller. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kids keep kicking a fantastic. The cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the cable. I mean, my kids definitely called it a few times. The cats called it a few times, and even I did. To be honest, it's you get quite a long cable with it, but the way I've got my Xbox is quite quite high. Uh, and there was a couple of times where I put it down when I got a drink, come back, forgot it was there, sort of kick, caught it with my foot, nearly sent the Xbox. No, flying well, they the have that little adapter um, right it's by the USB port that they keep knocking that pissing thing out. So the connection's yeah. gone. I mean, that, like, like you see, that is the only thing. Like the fact that it's wireless is a bit of kicking the nuts. Eh, that it's wired is a bit of kicking the nuts. But yeah. as the as the actual controller part of it, I, I was blown away by how like how much I loved mine. And that's why I was wanting you sort of bring up the fact of this one. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, it's as far as I'm concerned, I've been I've been very fortunate to check out quite a few different wired and wireless controllers and stuff over the over the years, and it's not my favourite one because I didn't give it a ten. I think I gave the Turtle Beach one a ten, which was, was fucking excellent. But this is right up there. Obviously, um, it feels great. The buttons are great. It's got the four buttons on the back. So whereas the elites have got the flappy paddles you can take off, this has just got built-in buttons, which are 
really nicely placed, easy to customize on the fly. Um, are they the programmable You can ones? change the. F- they are indeed pro- programmable ones. So you can. There's a button on the back, that you which set is at the top of. Yeah, yeah so at the that, top, you hold that down and then press the button. But those, the like, do you know you can button. do like multiple buttons at the same time? So you can press two buttons at the same time. You can mm. program. Now, it did you that. not say something about this that you thought that was really inventive, Greg? Because you wished they did something like that on the Elite. Because yeah. were you not? Was we were talking about FIFA, weren't we, or something yeah. like when well, you have to hold like LB and RB to do like a low driven shot. Or no, something. the power shot. How good LB. Yeah, and B to do the power shot. That better. If you could link it so it did all of them, yeah. so that you only had to hold the one. Yeah, which is something the elite doesn't. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. The, like, the power day controllers are. I I I was, I I fell in love with this one because it was Titan 18. I'm obviously being a massive Borderlands fan. But the more I used, it, I was like, shit. If I didn't have an elite, I wouldn't be pissed off at using this as a daily driver. I do have an elite. I have two, in fact, and I've actually. I went back to my elite while I'd sort of finished writing a view, and I was like, "Do you know what? I put that back. I got the power A back out, and started playing with that again." I, the just, only I think thing, it's fucking tremendous. The only thing that it lacks that I love on the the elite is the weight. Like I, mm. I, I like the weight of the elite. I, I, it feels like a, a substantial controller in your hands. Yeah. Um, not that this is like this isn't like cheap and plastic. Yet. It's not that it's like shaming it. It's even compared to like the I've never I've not tried the new PS5 Elite controller, but even mm. the new like Dual Sense PS5 controller, it's not a heavy controller. It doesn't feel like it's anything like special in regards to that. But the Elites feel properly like robust just because of the weight of them, and I just mm. enjoy that feeling. Features wise, because obviously it's got the buttons on the back of this one as well. You're not missing out a lot by going to the power. Area. Just personal preference of the weight. That's it. But if somebody says to me, do you want to buy, like, would you go out and buy an Elite or would you go out and buy, like, this one Jay's going? I would struggle to say that there was much that the Power A didn't do that the Elite did. And really, yeah. you're looking at the weight and really, and it's wireless. Yeah. That's really it. That's yeah. And um, the one and that I reviewed, the Pro 3, yeah, it was $80. Well, it, 80 pounds roughly. And it yeah. comes with its own little carry case like the Elite does. It comes with, like I said, a really nice long cable that you could unplug if you want to, uh, you know, put the controller away. It's not, yeah. so if the control cable breaks, whatever reason, you can easily replace it as well. Um, at least it's a yeah, detachable just, cable, which is better. Yeah. And yeah. it's a fantastic like controller to feel, just to hold like, the weight of it. Is It's not as heavy as the Elite, but it is, it's got a good set of weight to it. Um, you got the hair triggers you can set on the back as well. You got little toggles for that. Mm-hmm. You can do on the fly. I said you got the buttons you can do on the fly. You got the only other one I didn't really like was the capture button is placed right in the middle, but it's much smaller and much more like closer together with the start and back buttons, whatever they're called on the controller now. So I kept hitting the wrong one by mistake when I was trying to capture screenshots and stuff. Um, so I don't but, know if it's the same yeah. G, but is that like that sort of configuration? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Why don't I grab it? That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? You yeah. carry on. Give us some. Give us some. I'm sitting trying to like work out what it's going to look like compared to this one. But yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. But you have you got an elite three? Uh, I had the elite. I've got the elite core two one. That's uh, yeah, and it's good. But the D pad on it sucks some hairy balls. I mean, there's only been like so. I'd say I've got my elite. Got my elite one up there. I've got my elite two downstairs for my Xbox, and I've got the power E one there. The only other, the only other one I've ever looked at. And I can't remember. I'm sure it's been reviewed on. Here, 
but it had hot swappable parts. Yeah. So like the D pad could be moved in the bottom. You could put the analog stick up to oh, like right. have the two analog sticks at the bottom, so they were like PlayStation style. Um, I can't remember who done it though, but it was definitely reviewed by somebody on the uh, on the website, and that was the only other one I looked at just for the fact that you could swap your pieces individually. But the Power mm. A ones, as I was saying, is they are one of, if not the best, third party controller yeah. that I've seen. I think I got the one before that Jay did the the previous fusion instance of the what you have jay i think it had the, the soccer ball yeah. face yeah you reviewed the fusion pro 2 yeah yeah because even like things like so not at the same price point but obviously like the scuff controllers are what you would see would go like mm. neck and neck with your elite controller but like if you jump down like a level what if you got like, like the razor wolverine which is meant to be like the pro controller mm. that's a bit of a cheaper price point you never see like glowing reviews for them because they're either like shit battery lives they don't feel as well put together. And as much as like the Power A, you wouldn't call it a budget company because £80 is still expensive in regards to a controller, for example. So it's not budget like £20 at a CEX type idea, but it's still a considerably cheaper pro controller than mm-hmm. something like the Wolverine. And to me, seems like, obviously Jay's had hands-on experience, but it seems like it's a far superior controller. Yeah, it's it's... They're very little fault, like I said, apart from those few little issues that I mentioned. But I mean, it comes in this this lovely, yeah, lovely little case here. Ooh, very nice. Oh, very nice. Like it's got the long cable, and it also got some extra thumbsticks, which you can easily change out. Which I must admit, I didn't change out because they're not my preference whatsoever. So I presume it'll be the same. Little, they'll be like, oh yeah, little, domed and heads. bigger. Yeah. yeah. The one was concave, um, and then one the actual controller dope. itself. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Um, and then we've got the actual controller itself, which is just yeah. about there. I mean, like, like if you look at like both of them on the screen at the same time, they are yeah as near More as makes no difference same. identical. The only difference you is got... when you sort of turn it round, and then I've got like the yeah. two buttons at the back compared to the four, and then the hair yeah. triggers up the top. Yeah, yeah so you got the little toggles there for the hair triggers and stuff. That's yeah. the button for assigning the button there. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't know whether yours is was or not, but you can flip off the, the cover itself. Yeah, the fascia. Oh, you can do you can, you can, you can, Yeah, this, this is, this was, um, I forget what is like Midnight Shadow or something, like a limited edition one, this one, but I think you can purchase other plates as well. And obviously oh, that's nice. how you change yeah. the actual sticks themselves. A, a white one of mine, I can change it to a black or a white face. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just really good. Like I said, got a good amount of weight to it. Buttons are nicely placed and... The the vibration is. I know this will please Ian because he loves a bit of vibration in his controllers. Fucking strong in this, I tell you. <laughs> I was playing a uh, Fortnite, obviously, and when the bus, um, you know, it kicks off and you you end up on the on yes, the battle bus. This thing do. was fucking going to shake my house down. I thought, what am I going for? <laughs> it? Obviously, I guess that comes part and parcel of it being, yeah, part of it being wired in rather than battery powered. But uh, yeah, very very impressive uh, sort of rumble feedback and stuff, and it's got it all in the triggers and and the body as well, like. A regular Xbox controller would do, and yeah, really. Like I said, obviously, I haven't been using it because I've been playing on my Switch the last four days, basically, of, of Tears of the Kingdom. But that for the last three weeks, I've had this, I think. And every time I've gone back to even my Elite or one of my standard pads, I've sort of put them down very quickly and gone, you know what, I'm gonna go back to the Power A uh Fusion Pro 3, which is very enjoyable indeed. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, Ross, if, if I had to, if I had to, if I was in a position where I needed to buy a new controller. I'd certainly give this very strong consideration before spending twice the amount on a wireless version, which basically does the same thing yeah. uh, and is slightly heavier. 
I mean, because like your next comparison would be the core, technically. Mm. Yeah. Um, then you don't be, get the flappy pedals in the back. Well, I was going to say get, that'd be like your the extra bits and pieces. Yeah, if you were looking at it from the Microsoft point of view, and then it's mm. again, if you can get over the wired part of it, you'd be not saying stupid, but it would be a it wouldn't be a wise decision to just dismiss it just because it's wired. Yeah, and but obviously because it is awkward. wired, you can then use it on your PC as well. Yeah. Um, I know obviously you can Bluetooth a lot of control C PCs and stuff now. I was but gonna say that was my only it's easy to plug that. it in. It's that the point of the PC is that you don't have a smaller cable and the socket at the top, you know, you can only use specific USB cables to fit mm. in the that bit because it makes them are too wide to fit into there and it's freaking mm. annoying. Um, yeah, well, as far as I'm aware, I haven't must have, I haven't tried to put another USB cable in this, but it I will just that... take whatever I know, cable but you like. like. How far yeah, are you away from I, your laptop? You don't need a three meter cable to connect to your laptop. That's the only annoying. Yeah, I think, no. I think the only issue that I've got with it, and I think it's like what Grey is saying, is because it comes in like its own little yeah. surround at the top there. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. like you need to have a very specific cable that will fit that area there. Exactly yeah. that. Well, I mean, I've just plugged in this the first one I could grab down to the side of me, and that fit, but it's, it's way smaller than the the gap they've given you. It has to be one. a data yeah. one. Whereas well, I tried really to plug. Not just a charger. Yeah, cable. I tried to plug the cable from this into another controller, and that the the cable for this was too big for that other controller. But the other way around is all right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you got plenty of room on this particular controller. But yeah, very very good, very enjoyable. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Like I said, my reviews up now, and of all of the controllers I've reviewed, it's definitely one of the best ones. So go play with it. Go pick it up. I hold it up again. Look at it. As I like the design on this one, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm not really sure what other colors and stuff you can get, but. It's pretty cool indeed. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much the only review we've had up this week. That's why we went a bit longer on it. We've had one other one from AJ. He gave War Mongols a, a well-deserved by the sound of it, 2 out of 10. Uh, it sounds like it's a oh, pile of shit, so wow. don't worry about playing that one. But you can go read his review on XboxTam.com. That would be wonderful. Um, but if you don't want to read reviews, even though you should re- read reviews, obviously, you can go check out games that are on Game Pass. And Ross, why don't you tell me what is coming to Game Pass for this month? I shall indeed. So... We've ticked over what's coming for the whole month, but I'll give you the ones that still aren't. Um, and yet, I don't know when I was reading out this last time how I managed to miss this, because um, I actually love the game series. Uh, but on May 23rd, you've got Amnesia the Bunker. Um, the Amnesia games, I don't know if you've played them, are fucking terrifying. Um, you're totally defenseless, and basically you only know that you're about to get murdered when you start going crazy. Which, you know, that's just what you want to hear for a for a game, um, yes, brilliant, yes. brilliant um, games, Amnesia games. I'm not sure if this is coming into early access or not, or if it's a full release. But it's yeah, it's definitely coming. Well, supposedly in the next week to uh, to Game Pass. So I'm very interested to check that one out alongside you. Yeah, that's um, that's a that's a headphones on complete darkness and find out how long you need to go and change your boxers. <laughs> May 23rd you've got Planet of Lana on console and PC May 25th you've got Cassette Beast on console May 25th as well you've got uh, Railway Empire 2 on console and PC and rounding out the month on May 30th you've got Far World Pioneers on console and PC Very nice indeed thank you very much um, Graham do you want to read the ones that are leaving as well as Games of Gold? Yeah okay Pulling double duty. Doubles Yeah I'll pick up the slack and we have leaving uh, before we leave on cloud console and VC. Uh, Danganronpa 2, uh, Goodbye Despair Anniversary Edition, also leaving on cloud console and PC. 
You have Hearts of Iron 4 on PC that's leaving, Her Story on PC that's leaving, and Umarangi Generation Special Edition on Cloud Console on PC also leaving. Is that any for that Danganronpa game to be that long a name? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Danganronpa 2 Goodbye the Spare Anniversary Edition. Fuck, that's just unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, they get a few extra specials and pop out again. <laughs> yeah, super rocket turbo trainer super acrobatic runner, rocket power battle pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jetpack sex yes. rocket. All oh, right, and then and then t- tell us all about uh, games that we can go pick up for free on Games of Gold. Uh, so we have Peaky Blinders that's going to start trickling away on the May the fifteenth. We currently have Star Wars Episode One Racer available until May the thirty first, and then coming soon you have Hoa which is coming in on May the 16th to the June 15th. Did anybody see that Star Wars Episode 1 Racer was in the top 15 games played on Xbox in the last two weeks? <laughs> really true, achievement, true achievement. I don't think they out. were playing it. I reckon they were listening to it because it's just fucking comedy gold. So, well, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know how it came about, but True Achievements put out like their games that they're like playing, or like how many games are, or how many people are playing X Men games and that. And yeah, Star Wars Episode One Racer was in the list. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Grace said that game was a sack of shit. Oh, Why is everybody playing it? it? It wasn't like, well, it was okay. It wasn't a complete sack of shit. It was just, there wasn't much about it at the time. And it was, a, it was sort of the whole hype around Star Wars Episode One. And it was just purely around the pod racing. It was hard as balls, but it was just... I couldn't get out of the shop just because listening to Watto talking in the shop was just so funny. <laughs> that was the best bit about the game, just listening to that guy talk. All his lines are sort of just funny. But yeah, the game itself was all yeah. right. It's just like a really hard sort of pod racing game. It was really, really tough. Yeah, look, I said last week, I had one race the other day and that was enough for me. I'm not going back to it, but it was... Uh, yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Uh, that horror, very tempted to check that. Well, I'm going to obviously redeem it, but I, it, I was looking on the Switch store last night and I was like, oh, horror's on sale. It's only like £8 or something. I was like, wait a minute. I can get it for free in like two days. Nope, hold fire, don't purchase it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to checking that one out uh, in the next few weeks, hopefully. Nice, thank you very much. Well, gentlemen, despite being a man down because he's off drinking fucking litres and litres of some stodgy beer Sagas. in some country somewhere. Sagas is nice. Um, Come on. Come some fire. <laughs> Excuse me. We've managed to make yet another podcast. Episode 118th of Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern. Oh, yeah. podcast which we record every Sunday, 8pm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I've been joined by uh, Scottish Gov Ross and uh, MPV Graham oh. and for myself and everyone else thank you very much for listening to us watching we'll see you next week be good to each other remember hashtag be nice you guys <laughs> goodbye oh, well. bye Bravo, not a character who's going to do it bye